She Said, He Said is sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. Our show is recorded each week at Creative Space Place Studios in Hobart, Indiana. You're listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge, a potpourri of everything that has to do with relationships and the baggage that comes with it, because there's a lot to unpack. We're back. We're back. All right. Welcome back to She Said, He Said. We're talking about pet peeves. And Couples. we have these lovely headphones. It's Look a visual at us. Feature. We, are, we are official now. We, we have, have new pet peeves now. <laughs> their podcast oh, headphones. headphones wow we're talking pet peeves couple every couple has pet peeves. oh there's so many pet peeves what pets your peeve jerry <laughs> i don't what pets my peeve you have pet peeves but i have pet peeves we also have viewers and our social media readers and some listeners who shared with us their pet peeves we're mm-hmm. going to read a couple of theirs right off to you first off is how much time you got says cammy <laughs> so whoever she's with cammy whoever your spouse significant other is and Jill says, when he we stops twirling me at a Dave Matthews concert. Oh, that's that's the pet peeve. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, Tara says, honestly, I really don't have any. I just really like my spouse. I know that sounds like BS, but it's not. I am nauseatingly obsessed with him. She's talking about James O'Connor. And funny enough, we're going to have James and Tara on this very podcast in a future episode in a week or two. Ooh. So we're going to find out if indeed she has no pet peeves no about pet James peeves. at so all. I can see and that. And we'll see if James has any pet peeves about her. Um, Ryan says she leaves the kitchen cabinet open after grabbing something. Oh, I know yeah, somebody I who does that. that. Wait, who are you talking about? No, this is was Ryan talking about you? No, I was talking about you. <gasps> I don't do that, do I? I thought. Oh. Maybe once. Uh, not recognizing how amazing she really is and how beautiful she is. Aww. She has a self-esteem issue. Uh, Ludis says this. I thought it was very interesting. A yeah. kind thing to say. That's the only pet peeve you have in a relationship. You know, you're very lucky to have that. Nicholas says she leaves the lights on. I get that. <laughs> do you leave the lights on, Karen? I do, but that's for Buzz, our dog. Oh. My dog. But Nicholas's wife, Latoya, said, you leave every TV on in the house on purpose and we don't even, and not even at home. Any house, any TV, any house, you leave it on. That's what that's what uh, Nick's wife said. Wow, that's an that's an odd peppy. It was just that turning is. on somebody else's TV and walking away. Uh, Susan said, "When he says I unloaded the dishwasher for you, oh well, guys, you want a hero cookie for that? that? I unloaded the dishwasher for you. I bet a lot of kind of guys do that. Like what I did, I did a small household task for you, and I'm going to remind you of that. So that's the pet peeve Susan has. Yeah, Pat says he's an he's an ex boyfriend, but he wouldn't eat leftovers oh, at all. I love leftovers. Who doesn't love leftovers? This guy. Well, you Pat's know, ex does, leftovers did not like are the best. Leftovers. They taste so much better." That's a cool. I think that's a cute pet peeve, though, isn't it? Oh, I know. I know. I know what bothers me. What? Okay, so my I love going the long way anywhere. I love going oh. the scenic route, and he know this. Yeah, yeah. What did you used to call me? What was your nickname? Well, her for maiden me? name is Barloga, so I'd mm-hmm. call her Backroads Barloga. Yeah, because my dad always knew she the would backroads take anywhere. Everywhere. I, I try to know the backroads everywhere, and I'm the complete opposite. You have to go point A to point B the quickest way possible. That is a pet peeve. What's your pet peeve? Of me. No, what, you left stuff on? Is that what the thing is? That I leave... Oh, maybe there's... uh, Oh, wait, crumbs on the counter. Maybe that. I don't know. Mm. I'm just thinking of that. Now, I'm spitballing here, to be honest. I mean, one time... Remember one time you complained about your mom? Because you lived with your mom, and you said, she always leaves butter and stuff on the kitchen counter. That <laughs> really bothered you. And then, I, then I see you leave, and there's crumbs on the counter. You go, that's okay, because you're just like, Viv, and I think it's sweet. 
Sorry. I think, I, well, thanks. It's a sweet little thing. Okay. Uh, Yvonne said, he starts a project and takes forever to finish it. Yeah, I or can see that would be annoying. Yeah, I bet a lot of guys do that. Yeah. yeah. My husband, this is Jessica, my husband leaving his clothes on the floor and he would say that I can't decide on where we should eat. Oh, yeah. Deciding okay. deciding where to eat. That that's could be tough. Tough. You ever get a, in a car? That's a tough one. Where are we going to go tonight? I don't but, know. Where do you want to go? What sounds good? Chinese? Yeah. Should Italian? We go here? Mexico? Should we go there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a pet peeve. Okay, what's this one? One more. Tamara says, whatever it is, embrace it. You will miss it once they are gone. Ooh. Learn to love. Nice. Followed by Dan saying, he has quirks. I have quirks. But after 28 years, who cares? We just love each other. The end. That's the, the end. She even put the end in, <laughs> in her comment to us, Diane. Thank you, Diane, by the well, way. Well, I remember years ago, many, many years ago at this marriage thing I had to go to. This is talking, this is like a generation ago. And this priest says, um, you know you're with the right person when... They do. They get on your nerves, but they really don't. Does that make sense? Oh, I see. A you priest know? told you that? It was like, you know... He was kind of like a priest? No, he was a priest. priest. This, oh, he was actually a priest. This huh? was, you know, we're going back in time to I when I Previous first lifetime. got married. Gotcha. And so it was in the Catholic faith, you know, oh. and then you had to take these, these classes, you know. To prep you for marriage. To prep you for marriage. Did yeah. it help? To prep? No. No. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Priest, <laughs> not really help too much on that. Goal. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but they talked. The priest talked about pet peeves. That's yes. a tongue twister. Well, I re- I'll never forget. He said, "Remember the remember the remember the movie Love Story? Do you oh, remember yeah. the movie Love Story with Ryan never O'Neal and Ellie McGraw?" Sorry. He says, "Love, is love never means to... never having to say you're oh, sorry." Gotcha. And I never forget the priest said, "That's a bunch of bunk." <laughs> Did he say bunk? <laughs> he said bunk. He's a priest. He said bunk, and I, I get it because That's you do have bunk. to say you're sorry. You know, come on now, own it. Yeah. It's not right. Anyway, so Sorry, I'm going to go off tangent. on a tangent here. Of what pets your peeve? Yeah. Or is it what peeves your pet? No, it's what no, pets what your peeves. No, what pet? Like, stop petting my peeve. Okay, stop. That's the name of this segment. <laughs> New name for the segment. But also it could be like, my name is Karen and I'm going to be a Karen right now. So okay. what oh, I, I don't like, you and this Karen is just sometimes. my opinion, Should not necessarily Karen. those of the management. Let's just put that out there, right. okay? Because I don't want people coming for me. But you can, because... I'll, I'll go toe-to-toe with you on this. I went out to dinner with a good friend of mine last night, and we went to this very lovely restaurant, okay? It was rather expensive, okay? And in come these two women with their two toddler daughters. They must have been two, maybe three. And I just, that that gets on my nerves. Because okay? the, the kids were young or because the kids, the kids were at young. all? Were they behaved? No, they were not. They were behaved. not behaved so either. The they were running around. They were yelling. These moms like, shh, shh, shh. Why would you take them to this place? This place is known for their wine selection and 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 these beautiful chef presentations. They're Maybe not they known couldn't for get mac a babysitter? and cheese and chicken fingers. Then take them to McDonald's. Take them to Red Robin. Take them to Pizza Hut. Take them to McDonald's. I can go on and what on. What if the kids were behaved? In no, a, in a reasonable. No, sense. and I'll tell Still you this. Kind of no, no. I, you know it. I, th- I, I don't think it's right because you have these grown-ups that maybe saved uh, their money to get a babysitter. Why do they want to be around your kid? They didn't even want to be around their kids, and so I'm going to be around <laughs> this your is their kid. Night out. No, I have two kids, but they're they're young adults. Did Did you give the stink eye to anybody that night? I gave a stink eye to the kids, but they didn't care. <laughs> to the kids, so much the kids' fault. No, but I, my back was facing. You're trying to be let them be. My back was facing to this don't table. Don't make me come over there, Karen. But said. I just. It was terrible. And I just think, 
when my kids were small, when my kids were that age, yeah, yeah. I never, ever took them to a place like that, ever. And it didn't matter if they were going to be well-behaved, if they were going to be distracted with their iPad or Nintendo or whatever. It didn't matter. I, I think you it's You just think wrong. it's inappropriate, I think you? it's inappropriate. These really? kids don't appreciate this well, expensive Well, they don't, meal. but it's not about the kids. The parents are the one who brought them. Yeah, so. but then there's kids. There's, Can't I mean, blame there's the kids. restaurants everywhere that, that family friendly that family I guess friendly so. restaurants they're everywhere you can throw a rock at one and oh i hit one let's go there where they're loud and the menu caters to what them. if the kids are like little mice and they don't say a word and they just eat and they're just there again That's we come back of... to the point where these people paid a babysitter so they can go and have I a see. nice dinner out i don't want to be around your kids i see did you feel this way when Nothing you were personal. 20 years ago? Well, yeah, I would never take my kids out to a so nice place. So you felt place. like this when you had little kids? Yes, I did. I see. And you purposely did not. Because I recall being, so Karen and I got together later in life, so we didn't have young kids when we were together, Mm-mm. so to speak. So we don't, Well, we my never, kids were 8 and 10 when we got together. Kind of young. You're yes, right. Yeah. they were young. Yeah, that's true. My kids, are, of course, were not. They're older. Right. But I'm thinking when I would go to a restaurant like that, and if my kids in any way kind of acted up and I mean by any kind of sounds I would just pick them up and remove them but why put and them would, in that situation and I would take them outside well, these, these little girls I mean they just wanted to run around and play and who, that's why course. McDonald's has a play place so they can run around and play I not see. at this really nice restaurant where wine bottles were on display that these kids could have just knocked over so if you're a parent keep this in mind that other people at this diner this fine dining this establishment this fine dining establishment may feel this way about your kid they may. Maybe, maybe I think not. they do. Did the, oh, wait. Did the diners applaud when the, when the family left? We probably secretly did. And this oh. was the kicker. So these women left with their two rowdy little girls. And not 10 rowdy minutes later, another girls. family came Yow. in with their two young kids at the same table. But these were kids. These, these were quiet, yet they were watching something on their iPad that was kind of loud. And it's like, so really? my suggestion to you is to start drinking when the kids come through the door. I don't know. I don't. This is you, a pet you, peeve. You show me a three or four year old kid that wants to go to a fine dining establishment. No. Karen's got lots of pet peeves. This is just, this I is just one. I have a lot of pet and peeves. And here's the kicker, and we'll, we can leave this subject, mm-hmm. is that I think that you have more pet peeves the older you get. I oh, wonder I if I people have more pet peeves, more irritability, more annoyances in life the older they get. And I, I think, think so. people do. But why? Like, I didn't take my kids out out of fine dining to ruin no. your night. Oh, no, no, she did not. <laughs> I did not. Or if she did, Bob and please Sarah always let stay us home. know. <laughs> I know. We'll call her on it right now. <laughs> if, she, if that was you at that restaurant where your kids were small, let us know. So on our little segment called Off the Eaten Path, we eaten have... Path. Eaten Path. Did I say eaten? No, I said eaten. All just, right. I'm just Off emphasizing the it. Path. Yeah, not beaten path. Off the Eaten Path. Yeah. We went to a little gem of a restaurant in Michigan City, but technically called Doolin Beach. Yeah, we had no no Doolin Beach. Yeah, Doolin Beach. Okay, Doolin Beach. Kind of, I do. Yeah, Yeah. but it's really Michigan City. Yeah, it's on the very east side. It's even a little bit past Hacienda. People usually know Hacienda, just Mm -hmm. east of Hacienda, Mm -hmm. in a little neighborhood. We had no idea how to get there. Oh, it's in the middle of a neighborhood. It's in the middle of just a residential area. Like a little lakeside community. Yes. And it's called Farina's Supper Club. And it was really nice. Yeah, part of the idea for Off the Eaten Path is beyond the typical places everybody knows about. We try Mm -hmm. to eat somewhere that's a little bit off that we don't know about. We haven't tried. First time. Yeah. Maybe it's first for us, first for you guys, Mm -hmm. first for listeners, viewers, then we'll share it with you. Yeah. And we love Farina's. We really did. We We really, really loved it. A little pricey. A little bit. Don't bring your kids. Just a yeah, and there FYI. were kids there that night too. Stop. That's that's another segment. Sorry. Pet peeves. We'll get back to it later. 
Back to Farinas. Anyway, yes, back to Farinas. Italian And it fair. was Italian, and not just your Olive Garden Italian. This is no. really authentic. Swanky Italian. Swanky Italian. And it's in it. this beautiful... Um, it looks like a bean. Vintage. What is like, it? It was housed in an old... Uh, hotel, I think. Oh, or it looks like that. An inn, I guess. An inn, an, yes, in the right. beachside inn. I forgot yeah. what the original business there was, but it's just lovely. It is. Yeah, and it's it's. And I couldn't decide between club. Nana's something, Nana's dish, Nana's meatballs, Nana's meatballs, something like that. Yeah, or or the chicken parmesan yeah. I typically get, and the server, super nice guy. Oh, he was so he was nice. Brian, who he knew everything about the oh, place and about the community in Michigan flair. City. He had flair. Yes, he talked me into this pot roast dish that I had. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And really big portion. Immediately too. with bread and oh, dipping sauce. You can never go I, wrong with bread. As soon as you bring oil. bread to my table, I'm in. You had me. Jerry's your best friend. Yeah, and I my what's my mantra more bread. more bread please more bread please. yeah always more bread and if yeah. i don't eat it i'll just take it to go we give it uh four two, forks four forks what were you gonna give it two what <laughs> i was gonna two forks up <laughs> oh two forks up yeah that is four forks yeah it's a little far out of the way if you're not really from that area yeah. but it's worth the drive it was and it is on a very stretchy windy curvy neighborhood yeah, it's very road. scenic so just when you think like nice it can't be here it's there Summer and it's, it's really nice yeah. and Another restaurant that we tried last Friday, oh, right? And this is downtown Valpo, right after other podcast, right on uh, Lincoln Way, and it's called Smoketown Blues, and barbecue, barbecue, Smoke and it was Town really, barbecue. really good. Man, it was t- it was freezing outside. Oh, We're all cold. We're happy yes. to be inside. Yes, a guy welcomes us in. Oh, he was so hey, friendly. how are you guys doing? Look at your good table. Yeah, glad you're did. here. Got Thanks so much table. for being here. Which we I love when people have that personal yes, sense of detail. Absolutely, and they like, welcome you in. Like they want you here. Exactly. Not like, uh, yeah, you know. tables in the back, nothing yeah. like that. Two, you know, the guy was welcoming. <laughs> yes, we, we give that two forks up. Two, yes, four, four forks. <laughs> four forks. Take a pick. So, um, wait, they had a sample platter. You can talk about that. They had this sample platter oh, yeah, that I'm we sorry. shared. It was everything. It was it was ribs and chicken and brisket and, brisket and everything else. And these else. onion things. And cornbread. And mashed, oh ba- no, mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. I want to go right now. We should go right after the show. Let's yeah, just we do should. It. Okay, either Maybe way. they have our table. You should try it. It was super good. And it was enough for two. Server was Abby. She was wonderful oh, as well. Oh, she was so cute, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, so it's off, I the, liked it's her. off the eaten path for you. Mm-hmm. Try it. Smoke Try it. Town. Tell them blues. Jerry and Karen sent barbecue. you. Barbecue. And they'll say who? Never go Never. to a food establishment. If we know they're going to close in an hour, hour we, we don't do go. not go. We just don't go. Oh, we don't That's go. just rude. I'm going to go off on a quick tangent. We were um, we were invited um, to attend this um, Northwest Indiana um, dinner for uh, Indian doctors. Oh, I yes. I get that right. wrong, but we were just so generously invited. It was a North invited. Indiana yeah, Indian Medical Association. Yes. yes. And Dr. Um, Deve, who's just such a, Sweetest an guy amazing, to us. He's amazing He's been so good man. to us. Yeah. So wonderful to us and invited us to this beautiful um, ceremony. Yeah. Colorful. Just colorful Pageantry. and gorgeous. Yeah. And, and it was all Indian food. And so here's Jerry and I eating all the pitas and rice. <laughs> More that please. Stuff is spicy. More please. We could eat nothing else. Wow. There's other topics we've talked about with some of our uh, viewers and listeners mm-hmm. and some social media people. And we mm-hmm. wanted to address a couple of them mm-hmm. because I've never heard of them. For instance, have you ever heard of a thing called a situationship? No. See, that's what it's, it's. I got a press release on this last month, and it says if you've been hanging out with that special opposite sex friend for a while, but your relationship is never defined and a commitment is never made, you may have gotten yourself into a situationship. Oh, is that and, like a friends with benefits kind of thing? Uh, defined by a current culture as less than a romantic relationship, but more than a casual encounter. 
And I bet a lot of guys especially have gotten caught lines. into these situationships and then you don't know how to where to go with it, how to navigate. Yeah. Like this is something I could never done with you. No. I couldn't just be your friend. I couldn't be in a situationship. I had to have you know, I had to be get involved romantically with you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how guys do that. And I know a lot of guys who do this. I mean, I know you have a friend of yours who has a guy friend. No names are being spoken here. But they had this guy friend relationship. And I'm thinking this guy is frustrated, caught in this situationship, as this is called, mm-hmm. as opposed to her probably going, no, we're just friends. And we get together and drink. And it's all uh, fine. Okay, after this show, you're going to tell me who you're talking Doesn't about. Doesn't matter who I it is. I don't know who you're talking about. Doesn't matter who it is. Just that I know from a guy's perspective, I don't think they want to be caught in a situationship. That we're just pals and buds and well, friends. Well, I don't know. Some they guys just like, like it. They don't want any more than they that. They don't want any more than that. Some really? guys are very commitment. Um, was it phobia of commitment, commitment phobia? I'm not talking a commitment to marriage. I'm talking maybe just in a situation. Look, less than a romantic relationship, but more than oh, a casual I don't know. encounter. I think, guys, I think guys would love would, that. I would love this? I think so. More than women would? Yeah. To be less in a, in a romantic relationship, but more than a casual encounter? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I, think, I think guys, guys want guys more would, than No, I think guys really? like, that's fine That's with fine me. for me? Yeah. Especially if you reach a certain age? That's my guess also. Um, the older you get, the more it's like, no, nah, I like my life. Yeah. And I can't really yeah. squeeze in anything more, and I don't want a relationship. I don't have this whole dream I know. I version just of see, a fairy I just tale. see more men like less work. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less work. I yeah. get that. So they're happy with their situation. They're happy then. with the situation. Like, I didn't think of it like that. So I'm going to go out it. and get. I wonder if women are the women are the same way, obviously. They just, women are the same way. They, they they get in their life and they don't want to so, compromise. Yeah, some and women give do. Away anything like some that. women do. On the flip side of that, who settles then for relationships when they know that they can do better or they had something dreamy in their head when they were younger, like in their 20s, 30s, maybe even 40s, they had a dream, mm-hmm. a fairy tale, mm-hmm. a plan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't materialize. And then you have to kind of, maybe settling's the wrong word. And I don't mean to be unfair, but do they settle in a way? And they they just say, well, this is okay. It's not what I wanted, ideally, but I'll just I go know, with this. Maybe, and we'll just coast think, for a I while. In, we'll coast for in years. In some cases, some, some of them get married very young. Um, with high expectations? With high expectations. You know, what? I can speak for myself. I got married very young, and you get, you get very swept up in the idea of getting oh, married and the idea of, marriage, of a wedding of love, relationship, and romance, you know yeah. as you and i both know marriage is a lot of work tough it really is it really is work. tough it takes a tremendous amount of compromise and when you're young you don't realize that no you know they say that people don't change but that's not true people can change people do change people should change yeah. they should evolve they should you we know, should they should Are you saying i mean most you have don't well i I did, but part of it was like uh, I wanted to evolve to make things work like with us. So you well, make right. things work, right? Yeah. You, you I mean, that's you why you do. change. Do oh, evolve. I see. Yeah. Some people don't. Oh, I see. They're just rigid. They won't change. Yeah. I see. Kind but of like I the rain man mentality. Exactly. They're just going to be mean, rain man. You, can't, you just can't say black and white people don't change. They do. They should change. You I should see. evolve. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that's growth. That's personal growth. And... You getting back to getting married young? You're so young, you don't even know who you are. Oh now you're God. giving your identity to somebody else, oh, and you're not so just stupid. yourself anymore. Was, you're a married person. I was young and, and stupid and selfish. I didn't know what I was doing. Then I had kids I, on top of that. How stupid is that? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing in life, and I'm going to get in a relationship and get married. Hey, let's have kids. That'll make yeah, everything easier. Thinking? Is it just thinking. something I wasn't that you thinking were, at all? I was, I was not thinking at all. Really, well, no thought. Was process. it like? Um, 
just everyone around you was getting married and having kids? No, I think most people were not. They were going to college. I, they yeah, but were, your they were sister leaving. got married. Oh, well, and she... she did, for instance. Yeah, but I didn't base things off of her. I mean, oh. I just in general, I think I felt um, I was missing the boat in many ways that all my younger friends, all my friends were off doing things. They're getting a job and leaving to go to the big city mm. or going to college or doing something else and starting a career. Mm-hmm. And I was going, oh, I thought I was missing something at the time. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I'm 22 and I got two kids. That's what wow. it was for me. Okay. Two kids in diapers at 22. I didn't, wow. know, I didn't know what I was doing as a man, as a boyish man, as a man boy as a yeah. husband nothing at all i totally screwed all that up oh. but i wouldn't take it back because the kids are older they're doing great everything yeah fine. i'm just saying though if i can go back in time if i could turn my back time. <laughs> <You say laughs> that i always envy old pa- parents who are older and they're getting a relationship and then they plan a family yes. and they plan how to raise the family and they exactly. plan to have everything, all the ducks in a row, and everything's all good to go. They got a career and a relationship. Yeah, and then but right we've up. seen that firsthand that even the, you, all the planning in the it world, doesn't it doesn't matter. Because yeah, kids throw the big curveball, big risk. They turn in life. your life upside down, they shake it, and everything that you knew is out and on the floor. If you care about the parenting part. Yes. If you don't, you keep doing what you're doing. Well, and then keep then, doing what you're doing, and yeah. everything's going to implode. Yeah. That leads me to another topic okay. I want to talk with you. It was about do opposites really attract? Or do they simply rationalize their differences? So were you possibly attracted, like a lot of women and guys are, to something that you didn't really have and you thought, hey, that's what I want? Yeah, Because I don't probably. really have that. Probably. So that's what we do as yeah. humans, right? But I think we're kind of opposite. You and I? Yeah. In what way? You're, I always... Besides, I, I'm always angry about something. Well, I am too, obviously. <laughs> no. You just said that like 10 minutes ago. I'm always irritable. <laughs> I didn't use the I word for the record. I did not use the I word. I think you used the angry. Oh, did I say that? Quick to temper? Annoyed? No. Annoyed? Yeah, I I'm think I'm sure. quick to annoy. Pet peeves. She has some, she got some pet peeves. And what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're opposites. Well, we're opposites. You're much more cerebral than I am. Uh, I it's guess, very but I don't true. know what that called. And you're and you're more fun, but yeah, cerebral. That's a, I don't like that word. Well, I'm sorry, but I learned that word from you. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's why I don't like the word. Principal but it's true. You you know you're you're intellectual. Yeah, I overthink everything. I overthink everything. You can hold a conversation with anybody. Oh, the microphone. Yeah, you can. can you said you can a, you can interview a tree if you wanted to. I think I probably have. And me, I, I I'm not like that. You're just fun. I just have a monkey playing symbols in my head. You've got like forty seven thousand tabs open up in there. <laughs> it's a complex. And the podcast tab is open right now. <laughs> yeah. Closing soon. <laughs> Closing soon. <laughs> have you ever personally known like two very very opposites that? Um, Made it work. No, but I think they saw elements within each other that they found compelling and interesting and they wanted to pursue it. Oh, I see. That's what I think. And that's the opposite part that's on the spectrum. It's like, wow, I'm not like that, but that person's like that. I wonder if I could be with them more, then I could explore that more. And then it looks appealing, but then you go into that rabbit hole. Next thing you know, it's like, I don't like this person, but that's too late. You're in love. You're in lust. You're in passion. It's hard to turn around. We've known couples that the one person is a very tight B and the other spouse is very very type a yeah so would that would that constitute like opposites it depends because some of these type b's need the type a's yeah don't that's they? true and you wonder why is this guy with her or vice versa right and then but sometimes it, you're right they need they, it they need it and they click yeah and they're happy with it and I'm yeah always, and as long as you're happy hey I, if you're happy we're happy kind of relationships so complicated but if anyone's listening to this and somebody please <laughs> 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 that if 
if you're a complete opposite of your significant other, yeah. like let us know what were the differences of what makes it work. If it did work. If it did work. Oh, if it did work. Yeah. yeah. And, and, if it, and if how do you maintain that? It's one thing to have the initial attraction because that just comes down to, I think, primal yeah. but that doesn't who we last. are. It doesn't last. So how do you keep it to last after that initial, wow, that guy's really hot or she's really that? Mm-hmm. Last week we had Ella on our show talking mm-hmm. about online dating and she oh, went out with yeah. one guy just because he was strikingly handsome. Alarmingly handsome. Sorry. Those were her words. Alarmingly, Alarmingly handsome. handsome. And that attracted her to go out with him sure. and go on a kayak ride in the middle of the woods for yeah. the first time blind date, blah, blah, blah. In bathing suits. Essentially, because he was just strikingly, like, yeah, alarmingly, alarmingly, alarmingly handsome. handsome. So after that phase, then I'm wondering how people. Yeah, how do you get over you the, the aesthetics of it all? Exactly. You how know? does that continue? I want to go off on another quick tangent. Swipe right. Go right ahead. Um, this is just a funny misunderstanding. What did you think made December uh, relationships men? Oh my God! How embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm 60 years old, right? Okay, 60. Yeah. How old are you, Karen? I'm 52. Yeah. So I got some years on her, and. Out of all these years, I had no idea that a May, December romance or relationship meant years. I thought it was like you meet somebody in May, you stick around till December, then you guys... It's just a seasonal romance. Seasonal romance. <laughs> Maybe you kiss each other at New Year's Eve and then off you go, off you pop. Yeah. Like, I had no, no it's, idea. It's and Karen just somebody. told me this weeks ago. I yeah, had, it's an older person dating a younger person. Which is me. So I've been doing this. Yeah. No, no, May, no, no, December. no. No, we are not May, December. What? No. Then what's the criteria? Eight years is not a... Criteria? No, because we're in the same decade. Oh, that's the criteria? I, I've, I, 10 years or older? 10 years or older. You're talking about, like, let's say that you yeah. want to go out with a 30-year-old. Shame on you. But if you want to go out with... I didn't, I didn't say a thing. If you want to go out she with a 30-year-old, that's a May, December. Oh, I You're see. December. Okay, then... Oh, I see. Both of us were kind of October. Wait, so December's, December they're saying is like near death because it's the end of the year. Like yeah. I'm in the winter of my life. Yeah. And May is blossoming like right now. Yeah. So like you're blossoming and I'm dying. We'd be like, like a, a June, like November. We're like a March, March, September kind of thing. Really? Oh, boy. <laughs> and now for a lovely waste of time. Hey, if you were, um, a song came on the radio. Uh, we were driving here, and it was, oh, yeah. it was a Steely Dan song. Oh, I hate Steely Dan. And Karen oh, immediately, Dan. immediately, she it puts me in an instant bad mood. And I'm li- loving it. I, I think know. it was Black Cow oh. or Asia or Peg. It was something really. Hey, nineteen. Hey, nineteen. It was great, and I'm <laughs> feeling it for the first eight seconds, I guess. Yeah, and then until next I thing I know, that... I mean, boom! She darts for it every time, and she's. I would never give this band an audition. Yeah, one of the things that another dumb thing that we always. <laughs> Role play, <laughs> not that kind of role play. But if we stupid role, play. if we were like if I was a record executive, like oh, a yeah, top yeah, record, right, like right, I was right. like the David Geffen, okay, and I owned like Dumb Dumb Records or something like that. Dumb Dumb Records, <laughs> and then welcome into the studio. And these influential rock icons would come into my office, such as Steely Dan or Seals and Crofts or Neil Young. They Wilco. Start, Wilco. She doesn't like that they Wilco They start either. playing a couple of chords, and I'd be like, get out of my office. No one's ever going to listen to that. And then you're like my assistant in the back going, no, 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 no. no, no. They're really good. They're, They're really great. Good. No, no. Popular. Come back in. We'll give you studio Commercial time. successes. I, I critically acclaimed. But she would and not I tolerate. And I always say that whenever I hear a really, really bad song on your soundbar and your Spotify, Spotify list. Yeah. I said, if they ever came into my record company's office, I would show them the door. Get the heck out of here. I said, good day. I said, good day. You know, when this is obviously before the passing, I think of Donald Fagan, but oh. I think it was like five years ago, they were playing at Ravinia or some 
uh, some Chicago venue, and I was going to buy tickets for us to go. That's really classy of you. See how nice I am? She thought about it anyway. I really... Wow. <laughs> I, I deserve that one. I deserve... I, I, I thought of us going to it, and I go, then I thought again. Uh, nope. I love this guy, but I don't love him that much. <laughs> the name is Steely Dan. I ain't going to do it. I thought about it. That's close enough. Thought the count. And then he died, and I'll never see it again the rest of my life now. (laughs) That's okay. No big deal. Have you ever saw them in concert before? No. Here's a question for you, Karen. Okay. Lay it on me. Can couples stay together after cheating or adultery? Oh, that's tough. Can they they stick around? Can they still walk, even if it's walking with a limp? Can they do that? Can they make it okay? Can they get through that distrust factor? Uh, the jealousy factor, the honesty factor. That's tough. But we know couples who do that. Yes, we I do. I mean, we, we do. We literally know couples who are doing that today. We know oh, who yeah. they are. We know what happened. We know how they're trying to get through it, or they gloss over it, or mm-hmm. maybe they hashed it out and talked it. And, yeah, and maybe they're, you just kind of maybe get they're closer it because of it. It could be. Or maybe they're just farther away and they're okay to be here instead of here. Maybe they're just like, yeah, we're going to be that's here. That's a tough we're one. It all depends, again. like, was it love or how long has it been going on? How long have you been together? Like, if it's a couple that's been together for 20 years and then she finds out that he found some woman at the gym. and <laughs> Back to the gym. And it was just a fling. Can you forgive just a fling? Or well, I and think by it would, fling, and I think this is when people say this, it always catches me off. Like, it's not a fling, it's sex. Okay. So, I mean... I guess it could be just be a fling, like a romantic be, fling, a flirtation. Yeah. But generally, when you said fling, you meant sex. Yeah, like a one-time thing. Yeah. Okay. So it's like just, a one-time indiscretion. Just is that, a I fling. think that might be easier to get over than if you found out something that had been going on for several years, or if emotions were involved. Of and, and you fell in love with someone else. Yeah. That now, would see, be that, that would be breaker? that would be a, a true true deal breaker if you found evidence that. There is love and emotion, and you cared about a person. You cared while about a you're person, in a relationship and maybe you're like else. planning, as opposed to just sex. I hate to say yeah. just sex, but just a fling, just sex, I just something physical. Yeah, that's that, the difference. That I, to me, now I, you know, I've. But we know couples who get through it. Yeah, so maybe it was just a fling thing. Maybe it was. I don't know, but I think, I think that would be much more difficult to get over if. Yeah, you said emotions and and love. And do they stay together sometimes just for the kids? We've heard that a lot from some couples we yes, know. We yeah. stay together for the kids. It's for the sanctity of the family unit. To keep it together. To keep it together, mm-hmm. even though we're like here, we could be here. Yeah. And then the kids pick up on that. So I'm. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I know. But it's possible. Well, it's possible. I know a um, a dentist that worked at my office about five six years ago. He was caught cheating on his wife nuts and um still together no oh no he's not together actually he's now remarried but the woman that he was cheating on with they're still married oh i see yeah oh i see you're saying yeah so it's two married couples cheating on their spouse right i gotcha you know so and yeah the my my former uh, boss, I guess, you know, he and his wife walked with a f- severe limp for a few years. I see. They moved out of the area. Um, that helps. Yeah, I'm Just sure. Just leave the area. Just leave the area. Leave I'm the area. sure his problems will follow him there. Well, you think you're going to start fresh. Exactly. Start exactly. with a new community, new mm-hmm. office, new people, new everything. Right, right. It, it, didn't, it didn't. It didn't work. It didn't. Yeah. And um, Sometimes our shadows seem have a way of chasing us and finding us. Yeah. Well, this was... 
it wasn't a fling. It was it was it was a serious relationship. It was serious. It was really. I hate to use this word because it's very antiquated, but it was very tawdry. Oh, your face said tawdry. 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 It was very tawdry, and the the weird thing was is it, we like us as just you know employees. Observers. To, what? As observers. Well, I didn't know anything was going on until oh, this one Friday when everything just came crashing down, and then everything started coming through the woodwork of what was said and these secret phone conversations and these secret letters that was coming through, and you know. I'm just, I'm just a simple employee, you know. I just come in and punch in and clean teeth and That's leave. That's all but I do. I know what was going on and what was said. So if you know, so if I know, that's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. And it, it was, it was just gross, hmm. just gross. And not that I really, and not that I was friends with my former boss's wife or anything, but I did. You felt bad. I felt bad for her yeah. because she really had this image of this very affluent, beautiful right. uh, family upstanding in the community. Right. And, you know, and then all of a sudden your husband's doing what? Right. Where? <laughs> With who? It's interesting in the workplace when you find these out, these things out about people you didn't know about at all. And mm -hmm. then you learn something. I used to work in a, another newsroom and there was a relationship going on like right behind my back. I never cared. I mean, whoever dates who. But it turns out they were together for several months or years the whole time. And I'm talking, they weren't supposed to be together. Oh. And they're together. Oh. I think they're together now permanently. Okay. But they've like they found each other and they're fine. But at mm -hmm. the time, I just didn't know. And when you're in an office setting, sometimes you just don't know what's going on. If you don't catch the extra wink or whatever it might be between well, employees, yeah. I don't know what it I was. I mean, maybe I was oblivious. Some people saw the the connection between. Yeah, you these could feel two. that kind of chemistry I or I spark or something like that. You know, that's but, what I meant. But anyway, it, the point is, is that they couldn't make it work. I see. They they just it was just too much, and but some couples can some some and you really have to change your whole lifestyle like yeah. the the Maybe your let's just say the guy was well. cheating on the on the wife now the wife is like i want to know where you are at all times of the day yes yes you we, know who you're talking to how long you've been talking we know to them, people how, who we know people who do that exactly yes we yeah. do yeah we, yes, i need we to know where you're at at all times yeah now. let me talk to who you're with or yeah. you with jerry let me talk to jerry yeah, that, you know things like that's that. the price you pay i guess mm -hmm. in a way right absolutely so you can still make it work but then you have that caveat in life yeah as a relationship that's tough yeah and then you know that i'll get back to that with situation of my uh, the dentist i worked for and when he got caught he his now his ex-wife um, made him apologize to all of us oh, publicly like <laughs> at, his, kind of, at the office at this big staff oh, meeting and he that and wasn't he, awkward at all was that it wasn't i not at all it wasn't awkward at all yeah. and he was apologizing i'm thinking you're apologizing you got caught buddy you're not apologizing to us. You treated us all like garbage for years. Now you're saying you're sorry? Get out of here. Yeah, and he did. It all oh comes my full gosh. circle. Here on She Said, He Said. Sure does, like a donut. With Karen Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you uh, listening to us. Oh, we sure do. Sharing this, this, your experiences with us. This whole thing, you know, that's just us talking. And, and thank you for listening and suffering these fools gladly. But we do like the dialogue part as well. Not, we really Not just do. the monologue, so. We appreciate you being here, tuning in, and as Karen said before, it's a lovely... It is a lovely waste of time, but thanks. not it's not wasted spent with you. Yeah. Or you. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much. See you next week. You've been listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davich, sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises, and recorded at Creative Space in downtown Hobart. 
Find us at nwi.com and where you find all your podcasts. If you enjoy our show, we hope you return with your own viewpoints about couples, relationships, and the subtle or not so subtle differences between spouses, mates, partners, and potential partners. We welcome your opinions, your experiences, and especially your love lessons.